Welcome to another episode of Middle Ground with JLE LLC, where we treat you like family. That's the theme song, Detroit Love, off my first album, JLE Experience. I own the music and copyright, don't mean nothing. We got another great guest and recurring guest in the season 10 here. We have Susie Q's kids, president and co-founder, Dr. Mary Welsh, S-P-H-R-S-C-P. Welcome back to the show. Well, I'm glad to be back. It's a wonderful evening. Awesome. I'm ready for summer. How about you? <laughs> It'd be nice. <laughs> we had a good taste of it, you know. <laughs> Cut the heat off and I'd be good. Like, all right. You got to pay DT all that money no more. So it's coming at some point. Some point. Yeah. So, so I guess we're going to kind of freestyle a little bit. What's been going on with the, with the company and everything? Yeah. So um, I'm the I'm the president of Susie Q's Kids. Um, my um, my beautiful away. Um, gosh, it's going to be six years in June first, Jeffrey. Um, but from that tragic uh, loss, we decided to make something positive out of it. So I do a lot of speaking in schools and different organizations about the power pod and how we can flip our switch a little bit. And then we created uh, Susie a, a nonprofit that provides comfort bags to kids in need. A very um, uh, comforting uh, effect that we help kids that are in hospitals or shelters or foster care, kids mm -hmm. that are autism centers, grief centers, wherever there's a nonprofit with kids in it in their program. It can help them out a little bit to make their day a little brighter. Okay. Now, I know last time you was here, you won a mompreneur of the year, I believe. I did. Congratulations so, on that. Yes. Uh, Mona Lisa uh, lyrics. Um, and I was shocked to win mom of the year, mompreneur of the year. And really kidded with her. I'm like, you mean grandmapreneur of the year? And she goes, no, you're always a mom for it. <laughs> first so um yeah it's been a, it's been a great ride the meeting a lot of nice people and different events and different things with mona so um uh you know able to get out there and network with people and share our mission and uh you know and people to do their best and be their best right all the time so it's it's an awesome 23 so far what exciting and breakthrough stuff has happened for the company so far? That's awesome. You know, we are we are starting to get a name for ourselves out in okay. the community. So um, we did a couple events here in the local school. So Warren Consolid, um, not Warren, Warren Cusno had us come out and the kids said they wanted to raise 5000 for us and to um, make bags for kids. So um, they actually raised a thousand and they gave me a check and I said, you know what, philanthropy, to, you need to experience the whole process. So they they went out and they did something and they earned that money. And then we came back with a product. Nice. They added some to it and they were able to make 200 comfort bags. Nice. And then I had, they'd wanted to give it to foster kids. So 
two um, executive directors, one from Big Family of Michigan over in Newport and the Enos Center for Children over on Southfield. Okay. And, um, and they represented the organization, told them bags were going to impact the, the kids that were in their program, told them um, might be able to volunteer and help out with their program, you know, at different times of the year. And about raising awareness for, you know, how our kids can help kids, right? Part That's of cool. our program is we further the mission of other nonprofits and we kids and helping kids. And of course, at the end of the day, there's always a child that gets the bags. Um, they uh, they had a great time um, doing the the. Doing what? We were very okay. It's awesome. So we have another school that we're working with, Warren Tower, and they're in the the beginning stages of trying to figure out um, what how they're going to fundraise, and uh, you know, hopefully, we can do the same thing with them. It's great. Okay. Now, do you have a a school district or area that you haven't reached out or or partnered with yet that you want to partner with? Um, you know, we're, we're starting to, um, a lot of the schools are reaching out to us, um, awesome. their leadership teams or their groups are, are, are looking us up. Um, we're one of the, we're the top rated, uh, nonprofit in Warren on great nonprofits. So we've gotten kids that have found us online through that program. Um, but I'm open to any, any school, any, anybody that wants to talk to me, we'll, you know, we can have a discussion and see what we can do as far as doing, you know, a portion of the stuffing, like just a hygiene kit, as opposed to the full, you know, full thing, or um, if they're able to, uh, you know, manage the whole prog program, then we can do the whole program as well. So we've been in Centerline, we've been out in um, Bloomfield Hills and uh, Rochester, um, mm -hmm. so we're, we're just starting starting to explore the uh, the uh, students that are reaching out to us. So it's pretty cool. Okay. Um, your screen is freezing. Maybe move oh, I'm sorry. No problem. We work it out over here at the middle ground. We ain't tripping. So can you hear me, though? Not yet. But I hear you clearly. Okay. All right. So, um, well, hopefully it's frozen on a good shot. So there is a, an event coming up in June down at the, um, uh, the, uh, Durfee Innovation Center. Um, okay. they're going to be having a, uh, uh, like a, um, oh, a talent show some of the students are going to be doing a talent show down there. So I'll, I'll probably be down there for that. I, I believe it's June the 24th, um, but I'd have to check that date for you. Okay. Yeah. You're still frozen, which is weird, but your audio is amazing. Okay. <laughs> That's, the weirdest, that's the weirdest thing I've seen in doing this show so far. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Yeah. So you can't see me making faces at you then, huh? <laughs> oh, you making faces. No, I can't see it. No, I can't see it. You dirty. You ain't right. 
so part of the part of our you know our mission is to go into the schools and talk to the kids you know when we're talking to them about you know kids helping kids and i go in and i i tell them a little of the backstory on Susie and and mm-hmm. you know some of the challenges that she overcame in her young life and um some of the things that we um have learned along the way and our grief journey and into uh, hope and healing. And, you know, really the underlying factor is it's okay not to be okay. It's a, you know, um, that is true. Uh, students uh, sometimes don't understand that, you know, some of us adults either don't understand it. Um, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was telling, um, uh, I, I went to Warren Tower and we were, I was talking to students there and I said, hey, your pizza's here. It's nice and hot and it's waiting on a table over here for you. But I just want to know if you actually heard what I talked about today. So kind of give me, hey, give me five things. What What do you think? Five things. And one okay. student stood up and she said, you know what? There's no guarantee that we're going to see all of us tomorrow, you know, that one of us might not be here for some reason or another. So we should give each other a hug and a kiss today because there's no guarantee of tomorrow. And I said, oh, you're so right. She says, can I have a hug? And I said, yes, you may have a hug. And I gave her a hug. Another kid stood up and he said, I learned it's okay not to be okay. And that that's all right. He said, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. He said, I always thought there's something wrong with me when I didn't feel okay. He said, and you really kind of reinforced that for me. It just, you opened my eyes. And I said, oh, that's wonderful. And he said, and you look like you give good hugs, Dr. Mary. (laughs) And then, you know, a couple of the other ones got up and, and, and we really reiterated what we talked about. And I said, okay, come get your pizza. It's hot. I said, I'll be up in the of the room you could come up and talk to me and you know there must have been 15 or 20 kids that came up and told me a story okay and that's what life is about it's about stories where we we're the author of our day every day and we get to write the story every day and if it's a bad day we just put that chapter to bed and let's have a different one tomorrow right that's true and uh, these kids came up and told me stories of of hope and 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 trials and tribulations that they'd had and you know what they were dealing with and um and they all asked for a hug, Jeffrey. They all wanted a hug. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness, attention. But um, they opened up, and that was what it was all about. That's what the 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 focus was. It's okay not to be okay. It's okay to, you know, to. Um, I told them to have a to look at the person next to them and tell them mm-hmm. their safe word. And I said. I don't care. It might get you in trouble at some point, but I want you to have that safe word. And if your friend tells you that safe word, stop, get out of class, go, you know, whatever you're doing, stop and listen to them. I said, because they might be teetering on a, on a ledge and they just need someone to give them that, you know, that voice to be able to be heard and, and to talk for a moment. I said, and then, you know, then you talk them, talk them off the ledge a little bit and then you'll be okay. But if you hear that, that safe word that they share with you, then you drop everything. Cause it could be the matter of going down into the rabbit hole of despair mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, being able to, you know, make them laugh. That's what I told them. I said, laughter is a wonderful thing. If you can tell somebody a joke 
or something that you know make you know <laughs> true it's going to make them laugh effective in that moment right that's true yeah I mean, the fact these kids understand that you might not be here tomorrow is wow no. I never had to think about that as a kid in '84 going to kindergarten. That's so crazy. <laughs> that they gotta, that they can articulate that to you, like, yeah, yeah. They, they, it's yeah. so sad. You hear it on TV all the time. The different situations that are happening, and they have, you know, safety tr drills and different things like that. You know, whether school is, should always be a safe zone, right? And yeah. your, home should, your home should be a safe zone, you know, and and unfortunately, those don't always happen, you know. Yeah, terrible people are shooting up schools now like Howard's. It's terrible. We have a visitor. Hi, Chris. Yep, he's part of bringing humanity together. Good group of people trying to help people pick each other up. Pretty cool cat. Appreciate Wonderful. you tuning in. Yeah, I was thinking about it earlier. Okay, we're gonna do the show. Like, I don't know what we're gonna talk about because we did the background already. But I'm pretty sure they're doing some awesome stuff. I see what you be posting. Damn, like, well, you know what? I just realized it. April 30th would be a year my nephew was taken since last year. Like, wow, time really has flew by. And you have little kids dealing with this same type of stuff where. It's okay not to be okay. And I think as adults, we really don't really even say that to ourselves that, hey, you ain't all, you, you ain't, you maintain it, but you, you ain't good right now. Maybe you talk to someone if someone's feeling like that or go get a hug or get a punching bag or something. But we hear more about mental health now because. A lot is coming at you like a fastball and baseball daily now. Right. Like ever before. And laughter is definitely a great medicine to help you remember the good times and good memories and keep keep fighting. So I have um I went to a funeral this weekend and I drove that we drove down to Missouri and one of my uncles passed away. He was 92 and he had a, a wonderful life and he had a big beautiful family and and um he uh it was very well loved, right? And so mm -hmm. I was standing there at the end at the end of the you know the 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 afternoon um dinner and whatnot and i said hey can we get a picture of all the cousins together because okay. i haven't had a picture of them all together since they were little and um so we all got in the picture and they took a bunch of pictures and i said before you move i said i want everybody put your thumbs up in the air so Jeffrey, put your thumbs up in the air for me, okay? All right. They, they took they took the picture, and I said, I'll tell you why in a minute. And so they took a bunch of pictures, and then I said, turned around, and I said, you got two thumbs up in the air. I said, one is your mom, and one is your dad. And at this very moment, they are exactly where they need to be. They're together. Mm -hmm. And they're with you right now because you physically thought of them by putting that thumb up in the air. It was a physical thing you did. It was an emotional and a, and a mental thing that you connected with them. And I said, you can share that with your grandkids and your kids. And when you take pictures, there you go. That thumb is going to remind you that 
you were thinking about somebody in that space and time, right? And they all was like, oh my goodness, Mary, that's so, so easy to think. All of them were smiling because they all had their thumbs up in the air and they're like, you're right. They're here, right here with us right now in this space and time. And so if you tell, especially if you tell little ones that story, um, you'll see that they'll put their thumbs up in the air. I, I've got a little guy. He was, um, mm -hmm. his uncle passed when he was two and his aunt when he was three. So when he puts it up, it's Aunt Susie and Uncle Keith. Okay. He's going to be nine, and I don't think he ever takes a picture without putting his thumbs up in the air. And he's got some goofy <laughs> poses, right? That's awesome. If I don't put my thumb up in there, he'll turn around and look at me. He goes, whoa, Aunt Susie, Nana, Aunt Susie, Aunt Nana. You know? <laughs> How much does he really remember of Susie and his Uncle Keith? Because he was so little, but mm -hmm. it's a chance to tell a new story or to make him laugh or think or connect to what he's doing today so that they're still alive with us, right? They're still present sure. in our in our day, right? Sure. And Chris would like to connect with you. Oh, very cool, Chris. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, um, your family. Oh, I appreciate those thoughts and prayers. It, it's, it's amazing. And you got a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Uh, am I still froze or am I, are you seeing me now? Nah, you still frozen, but it's amazing. I'm still frozen, yeah. I'm still frozen in that goofy space probably, right? <laughs> <laughs> now you have a very stoic leadership face. Oh, okay. What's that going on? Um, Chris says, connection leads to collaboration, will lead into community. Thumbs up, 100. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, a hundred and ten percent. I I am the uh, president of the Sterling Heights Lions Club, and um, two maybe three weeks ago now, um, I did an event with collaborating with the president of the Clinton Valley Kiwanis Club, and we invited. There was a hundred people in the room. There were knights and elks and eagles and rotary and kiwanians and lions all the service industries okay and, and i had nonprofits, i had chambers i had nice stations like share detroit that support nonprofits. i had some funders in the room and oh my goodness I was on a high because there was so much goodness in the room. The discussions awesome. that were going on, it was just unbelievable. And, you know, when I set it up, I'm like, so do you guys ever been in a room like with or what some people call your competitors, you know, the other service <laughs> organizations? And they're like, nobody's ever done this before. And I'm like, why? We're better when we're together. You know, I've gone and helped. Kwanians with with their events and Rotary with their events and um, you know whatever we can do in the community to make our community better, we learn about it. And when someone needs help, maybe they're not in our our area or you know our connections. But if we're connected to other people, we know the connections to get to them, right? Okay. So I had a young lady that. Um, uh, she called and she needed some help and she was in a, in a, in a hard situation and I had her come up to the club and I had done a bunch of research and I'd got her 
all the names and connections and different things to check out. And I gave her my personal connections to different people. And, you know, she got rent assistance and she got food and, and got her kids in school and all the different things that she needed to do. Right. And um, at the end of the day, she says, oh, my goodness. I've never had anybody help me like this. You're my mentor. Can I, can you be my mentor? <laughs> okay. Like, absolutely. Right. So nice. Chris, yes, collaboration is, is all over it. Hi, Gina. Oh, yeah, he, he's on. I'll, I'll probably put something in, a, in an inbox for y'all to connect. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So, um, yeah, now, so you, I'm all about collaboration. Now, you're, you're a Lions fan. How did you feel about this season? I'm sorry, say it again? You're, you're a big Lions fan. How did you feel about the season? Oh, my gosh. We have we have, we have have season tickets, so we have five we have five seats. And, uh, um, uh, you know, we're looking forward to a little more excitement than some of the games that we've had in the past. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're looking good. Yeah. My my sister had four seats and she was behind us. And for some reason, at the end of the season, she said she was going to let hers go. And her kids found out, no, 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 <laughs> that wasn't happening. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, nah, because they're going to be in the playoffs. They actually, well, I did read two players were suspended for gambling. Like, why you do that? But okay. But they still going in the right direction, which. Yeah. I have been hopefully years like, wow, they actually look like they're about to turn that corner. Okay. I have to tell you, the games at the end of last season were pretty cool. <laughs> Man, I still and stand to see, the, see the audience and, and, and how excited they were, that was pretty good. Yes, I'm not going out of town when we're in the Super Bowl. Mm -mm. Won't be nowhere <laughs> near it. People going to lose their mind. We won the Super Bowl. Like, yep. Congratulations. I'll stay at my house. <laughs> Y'all gonna be drinking, partying, just outside <laughs> screaming, where the chips? Like, yeah, I ain't going down there. How long we've been starving for a Super Bowl? Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. So my my one of my daughters is a is a fashion designer and she was with okay. one of the stars a couple of years ago and uh she got to go to the Super Bowl and me and all Ooh. the excitement and everything. And I'm like, wait a minute, mom gets to sit at home and you get to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that ain't right. Hey, you got a t-shirt, mama, and a helmet. <laughs> a t-shirt. You could get extra ticket. <laughs> No pass or something. Let me, let me, let me stand, <laughs> I can stand on the side of the side. <laughs> all right. I can see the field. <laughs> it was definitely nice being there. We might get another one one day. One day. <laughs> Especially being domed. So that'd be pretty cool. Well, so they might get some primetime uh, TV this, this year, though, they're saying. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. More than one game? Yeah. Oh, snap. They're saying we're going to get some primetime um, dates. So, Oh, the Lions are coming up in the world. <laughs> they get a Sunday and a Monday night. You know. Yep. But they get more than that. They get a Thursday night. Like, oh, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, we're becoming a legit team now. We, I mean, you got a lot of teams that suck, but still be on at least seven, eight times for the season. Right? You really can't put the Lions on, really? I mean, come on. 
Some of these teams suck. We are starting to win, you know. Keep it fair. That's all I'm saying. Keep it fair. <laughs> well, it's time to go ahead and market, promote your, your business, your nonprofit, whatever else you got coming up. Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, we've got a, um, uh, uh, running a promotion this week or this month, um, in May, it'll be uh, mental health awareness month. And so I'm partnering with, um, Michigan real estate masterminds and they are a um, an organization of networkers in the housing industry so real estate agents mortgage title different individuals and um I'm going to be speaking to them about the power of positivity and, you know, how they can, um, you know, utilize that in their day to day. And I'm also rolling out a program where if they sell a house that, you know, the buyer agent or the seller agent or the, um, you know, the mortgage or insurance agent or title agent, if they donate $25 from their proceeds of that sale, um, to Susie Q's that can go a long ways in helping us put bags in the hands of kids. And if they're proactive and they can get their, their broker to match it, you know, that, that'll put a bag right in the hand of a kid. And, uh, we have multiple ways to do that. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, to going out to, uh, speak to all these, um, uh, lunch and learns that they're going to be running and uh, seeing if I can't drum up some business for us that way. So um, how does that sound to you? Does that sound like a good deal? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so that, that's pretty exciting. Um, we're in, uh, um, I'm in the, uh, I said I was with the uh, Sterling Heights Lions Club. And so they very kindly allow us um, to use their facilities. We have a hall over there mm -hmm. on Canal Road. And on the second Monday of every month at six o'clock, I do a bag stuffing. So if you want to come out and learn a little bit more about what we do, um, you know, and, and help me uh, put some product in a bag and, and for a good cause, you know, come out and check us out on a, on a, on the second Monday of every month, and we'll be at the at the hall. It's one two eight two eight Canal Road, um, in Sterling Heights. So okay. they've been very supportive of our of our uh, efforts to uh, help the community. Now, have you have you gained more people that have given funds to help make bags? Yeah, so um, this week I was talking with uh, Rider International, and they're um, okay. um, they're going to run a uh, a promotion for us with their employees, and so um, so, so that'll bring in um, uh, a, some good good things. And like I said, the schools are kids are reaching out to us from the different schools, and they're raising funds, and so that's been helpful to be able to do that. Um, we do a lot of grant writing, so um, we've, we've uh, you know, gotten some grants, Variety um, Children's uh, Group, uh, Four County Found Community Foundation. Um, right now, the Four County Community Foundation is working with their youth, um, their youth group, their youth advisory group, and they're running a, a program to raise funding to make um, 
between 160 and 200 bags. And what we're going to do, depending on how much they raise, is give 20 to 25 bags to eight different school districts. Wow. So Oxford and Clarkston, and they're out on the on the on the far side of the county there, four counties. Um, and um, the therapist, I mean, the school counselors, you know, they'll be able to use them when a student comes in and they have, you know, maybe have a death in the family or they're having mm-hmm. some, you know, some issue that's going on, a uh, health issue or whatever, they're going to be able to use those bags to comfort those kids. And so they'll come in handy that way. And so these are kids that are, you know, uh, doing fundraising to help their peers, right? To help that's, the kids right the in their own home, you know, their own, you know, hometown there um, to uh, make life a little easier for them. So, you know, we really enjoy that kids helping kids aspect. So um, if you have any church group, uh, youth group, uh, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, you know, a, a baseball team, something like that, that would like to, you know, be involved, um, you know, reach out to me and we have donation boxes. You can do donation drives where you can collect coloring books and crayons and colored pencils, for example. Um, or you can help us put together plastic bags with shampoo and soap and a hairbrush in it, right? So that uh, those go in our hygiene bags. So there's different ways that we can um, work together. So call me, reach out, say, hey, I got this many people or this many things. Or I've got these ideas and, and we'll, we'll make a program work for you. Okay. Now, have you, you reached out to any colleges to for donations or a partner sponsor? Yeah, you can go on our um, uh, on our website, which you got um, going across the bottom there. Um, my um, email is drmary at suzyqskids.org. So you can do that as well. Um, and uh, my phone number, if you can put it in the chat for me, is 248-220-6846. So you can always reach out. And that also, that's all on the website as well. And there's a donate button on there. So um, you, can, you can find more information as well. Well, I'll put it on the screen and... You know, when I post the latest episode, I put all that in there. So perfect, perfect. How to reach you? Yeah. So I use um. Oh, let me take one off here. I got one on. So I have what I call starter beads, and it's just a keychain with all different color beads and it's got little symbols on it. So this one's got an angel and a cross and um uh the ever sign on it. But I always say I wear them and I say each bead has a different story to it. Okay. And so if, if I was wearing this and you saw it, I also, this one's got a picture of my daughter on there. Uh, mm-hmm. My daughter, Susie. But um, if you had saw it and you made a comment, I would say, well, each one of these beads tells a different story. And I always tell people you can make them. Um, we use them for donations as well, but um, pick out two beads and make a funny story about them. So I'll tell you my funny story. This blue one in the middle here reminds me of my mom and my mom 
she was 90 just shy of 93 and she was a hoot she would um she would get into your business she'd ask you anything and everything that she wanted to it didn't matter no filter she was just in a very personable person and she just wanted to know everybody's business and i have to tell you jeffrey you would not have been mm -hmm. safe because if you were <laughs> when you were three years old or 98, my mom would have hit on you. <laughs> There's no doubt about it in my mind. <laughs> I'm flattered. <laughs> and you did exactly what I wanted you to do. You laughed. I told you a story about someone that's really special to me. And you laughed. And what happens sometimes is people will say, oh, my God, well, you should have known my mom or my nana or my auntie or whoever. And they mm -hmm. come back with a different story. And so that's why I call it a story starter. But there has to be a funny story. It has to be something to make people <laughs> laugh. Well, my mom it. always, she tells, I tell that story all the time. My mom makes people laugh all the time. <laughs> <laughs> So tell me a funny story. Come on back. Give me something. Uh, funny story? Let me see. I can't think of nobody I know at the moment. Well, a funny story about me. Oh, Lord, I shouldn't say this, but. <laughs> now you uh, got to say it now. <laughs> yeah, Lord, say me transparent. All right, a few years ago. And you know, I don't care if people laugh. Go ahead, have a good, have, have a good laugh tonight. My sister had bought some mix, and she was trying to figure out how to work it. I'm like, well, let me help you out. And, and helping her, you know, showing and opening it, some of the mist got out. <laughs> Even with glasses on, some of the mist got in my eyes. And before you know it, I'm like, whoo, whoo, oh, Lord. <laughs> I run, I run there, put some water on my eyes. I'm like, man, someone's still coming with just some mist. They the devil. My sister dying laughing, and then she called everybody like, you won't believe what your brother did. And within hours, you maced yourself, huh? Like, I knew she wanted to keep it to herself. And it, it happened. It happened. Yeah, go ahead and laugh. It was a good laugh for a few hours. So anybody, my family who definitely know the story, they check the episode, they definitely going to laugh. Anybody watching, watch the replay, hope you had a good laugh for a Friday. <laughs> She, oh she had God. to run the bathroom. So I'm feeling myself like, God, he makes himself. I'm like, <laughs> it can't be that funny. I'm the one in pain. <laughs> and it was instantaneous. Like, oh, no, what the hell happened? We got to stop this. Find a kitchen. Hurry up. I took off running. <laughs> That's my funny story that I have about I would never say in public. <laughs> but, I, but I do it for the kids. Well, my brother one day, he um, was talking to my daughter. She was sick and she had just had uh, a surgery and she was laid up on the couch and she had cold compress on her head and she just wasn't feeling too good. And he was going from the kitchen out the, the door wall to go outside. Okay. And um, he said something to her and she answered and then he proceeded to walk out the door. Well, someone on the outside shut the door. And so he face planted 
right oh. into the door wall with Ooh. all his food up and down Ooh. his body. And this little oh. thing is laying on the couch and she is rip roaring laughing. She said, <laughs> I wasn't, I didn't know if it was funnier the look on his face. Like, did anybody notice <laughs> the whole wall, boom, 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 you know, reverberated. And um, God, she would laugh out of the clear blue. She would just start belly laughing. I said, what are you laughing at? Oh, I can still picture Uncle Jim walking into that door wall. And I've told him when he gets to heaven, oh, my God, there's a door wall waiting up there. And she's just waiting on the other side for you to come and say hello. <laughs> uh, see, see, see. God, unfortunately, it's like you got to tell the other stories. Which I don't want to tell, but you know what? Got to be transparent. <laughs> Me and my homeboy was playing the PlayStation. One late night years ago, I ran upstairs to go get my food and my juice. All right, I'm about to whoop him up and talk some smack. I come back down the stairs, and we had stairs, landing stairs, landing. Somehow, a nail that wasn't nailed all the way down caught my sock. <laughs> no. It caught me. All right, I caught everything. I thought I was good. I didn't fall. And then the goofy moment happened. I fell again. <laughs> and you just hear, oh, boom. Boom, 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 boom. Oof. Eef. Hey, man, you all right? You all right? Like, man, I don't know. My foot. Now, of all things, this dude, because he went to Michigan State, so he looked at me like, oh, this team clean. And started dying laughing like, dogs ain't funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying not to laugh. Because I'm in pain like crazy. Like, I think I sprayed my ankle. This dude called me Mateen Cleese when he heard himself that year. Like, I'm like, like, this is not that funny, man. Stop it. Man, you Mateen Cleese. We got to get you to the hospital. Come on. So we go out to the Dearborn 24-hour emergency, emergency spot. And him and my brother had jokes. Man, this dude ran upstairs to get some food, and he fell down the stairs. Like, I didn't fall down the stairs. A nail caught my sock. Nah, this dude fell down and said, like, okay, you want to tell the nurse that day, okay. <laughs> Y'all give me a cane, he's going to be the first one I swing on. That's not what happened. They had a good laugh all night. <laughs> I was more mad, like, dude, why you, why you, why you call me Team Cleve? Why you tell the nurse, like, man, this dude was hurt. You really want that food? Like, no, I wanted to beat your butt on the game. <laughs> why you telling this cute nurse this garbage, man? And she's sitting there like, what did you cook? Like, don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. <laughs> Everybody was there dying laughing that night. Like, y'all crazy. <laughs> See, laughter is a good thing, right? It's a yeah. good thing. Absolutely is a good thing. It can flip the whole perspective of your day, your evening, your whatever. You know, if you see someone having a bad day, tell them that story. Make them laugh. I was never <laughs> telling those stories, Mary. <laughs> those are GA classified. Nobody got clearance. But God ain't fair. Like, all right, man, fine. I, I'll tell these stories. I'll be transparent. <laughs> Somebody gonna watch this start dying laugh like this dude said, what he do? <laughs> yeah. True stories. It happened. I ain't making it up. So, uh, but uh, yeah, so this summer we'll be partnering or fall, we'll be partnering with the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. We'll have our, okay. our tent up and we'll be out there um, um, you know, supporting all the walkers and, and talking to people um, that are, you know, dealing with suicide or have dealt with somebody with suicide. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, 
I told you the thumbs up story. I told you a little bit about the, the beads. Those are absolutely told at on those days okay. those days and i make people laugh and the first time i i uh one of the first events we did i was just talking 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 to people right and they got mm -hmm. ready to walk and i sat down for a second and i looked at my husband and i said look over there they're taking pictures and they got their thumbs up and he said my husband he goes look around you and I looked around and there was groups of people, two, awesome. three, eight, ten, and they're all going like this in some form of thumbs up. And I'm like, oh, my God. He said, you have people come back year after year to say, hey, I thought of you throughout the course of the year. You make a difference. Right. And so it just, you know, little techniques. Hi, Franklin. Yeah. Appreciate you from Liberia. Awesome. Wow. We worldwide, baby. <laughs> uh, so, now, how much does a bag cost to make? Does anybody want to? Yeah, the bags money? are about forty dollars a piece. Okay. Yeah, um, and uh, um, we give them to other nonprofits. So they go to hospitals, hospice organizations. They go to shelters, foster care agencies. I've given them to schools and autism centers. I give them to grief counselors and grief centers. And so they've already got the kids in their programs mm -hmm. um, so that they can, you know, they can use it. I had a lady reach out a little bit ago and she said, I need one of your bags. And I said, well, tell me what's going on. And we talked for a minute and I said, well, you need more than my bag. I said, you need some help. I said, so call this number, this number, and this number. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a bag in the next three days, you call me back and I'll drive a bag to wherever you're at. But if you contact one of these places, they've got resources to help you further than what my bag can do, but they got my bag. So you should get a bag. And she called me and, um, uh, or she sent me a text and she said um, that she had gotten one of my bags mm -hmm. and that there was uh, her little guy was running around the house with this lime green backpack <laughs> on and there was a little blue matchbox car that was in that and he was driving it over everything in her house. He was just running around the house <laughs> driving this little car. And she said, if you don't know what you do, I'm going to tell you, you make a difference. You made my little guy smile. He lost his brother and there with some tragedy going on and and she said he hadn't smiled in days and she said you made him smile that's awesome you made him laugh you know and so that's a good thing right absolutely, absolutely. i had uh i went to a conference one day and i had um it was a three-day conference and i wore the backpack and i had the the panda bear sticking out of the top of the bag like right on my shoulder so okay. you couldn't ignore me if you wanted to. You were <laughs> about that crazy lady over there with that backpack and bear on her shoulder. Oh, so the, okay. first, <laughs> the first speaker spoke and then I got up to go to the restroom and I got tap, tap, tap on my shoulder. And mm -hmm. I turned around and there was a distraught family in front of me. And they said, are you the bag lady? Well, I had never been called the bag lady. <laughs> now I'm the bag lady, right? And I said, okay. no. 
yeah, I guess I am. I said, so what's going on? What's the matter? And she said, you know, I don't know you, don't know anything about you. I said, mm -hmm. I have two children that lost. I lost my son who was 11 in his sleep. And I have two children oh. that got your bag. And she said, I'm telling you, I don't know where it came from or how I got it, but it was a godsend that I got it. Because my little girl just like kind of replaced her brother with this bear. And she, if she leaves the house, grandma has to babysit the bear because that's how important the bear is. And I said, well, take my picture. You met the bag lady. You tell her, you know, she went home she come back the next day and she showed me a picture of her. And I said, oh, yeah, pull out your camera again. And so I had her videotape me telling the the thumbs up story right okay and uh she took it home and she found me the third day and she said oh my god i have to show you what i found when i got home and it was a picture of her daughter splayed out on her stomach coloring in the coloring book had her panda bear next to her brother's picture and the bag next to her and she said that's what you do that's the difference you make and um that's awesome. The picture that she showed me, the next picture mm -hmm. with the little girl with both thumbs up in the air and the nice. smile on her face. I'm like, thumbs up. Nice. There you go. Thumbs up, right? Yeah. So you never know what a kind word or a kind gesture or a kind thing can do in the life of somebody else. So, yes. Anybody watching live or the replay, if you can, go to the website to. Donate what you can to help make these awesome bags for kids and people that need them. Wow, oh, that's awesome. You're doing an awesome service with this. Thank you. The tragedy does suck when it happens. And yeah. you hear these stories, the kids get your bag, and that's giving them some moments of joy. That can erase those bad memories they get dealing with. That's pretty dope. Yeah. You make it right for the moment, right? Yeah, that's all sometimes you need because yeah. it could go left. <laughs> I had one lady come up to me at one of the suicide walks and she said, do you remember me? And I'm like, oh, honey, I meet a lot of people. I'm like, and my memory's not as good as it used to be. I said, help me out a little bit. And she says, well, I met you last year at suicide walk. And she said, my son had died eight days before. And I said, I remember you. You couldn't talk and your husband couldn't shut up. <laughs> and he, she looked at me and she goes, exactly. She says, but I heard everything that you said and you gave me ideas and you talked about different things and I didn't acknowledge you, I, but I heard you. And all year long, I heard those, oh, the first for this is going to be this or that or whatever and try this or try that. And she said... I had to come here specifically to see you, to thank you, wow. because I heard you all year and I knew it was going to be okay. It was tough, but I knew I was going to be okay. I'm like, oh my goodness. You know, those days when you're bone tired from just, you know, running, mm -hmm. doing stuff and, and you hear something that you, somebody calls you and say, hey, you saved my life or hey, you made my baby smile. It's a good mm -hmm. day, right? It's a good day. Yeah. Dr. Mary, you're a national treasure with this thing because these stories, I'm like, you know, you ain't going to be showing no tears on here, boy. We ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> nah. 
We, we hey, I always say I'm authentic. I never know if I'm going to laugh or cry. It all depends. You never know. Like, oh my God, that's just so. Nah, we ain't doing that. Nah, nah. Nah, nah, it's touching, but nah, we ain't doing it. So we have we have a commonality. We have food flying in our in our in our backgrounds. <laughs> Now, what do you think has been your biggest challenge lately? My biggest what? Biggest challenge lately. Uh, you know, I do I, I do a lot of um, logistics, like moving product from one place to another oh. to, to stuff and to, you know, pick up donations. So it's always a little challenging, all the, the, um, the, personal vehicles to do that and to, you know, to move the product. So, um, you know, we're kind of at a spot where we really could use a facility. So, Hey, if you know somebody that's got some space that they're not using and, um, uh, you know, that, uh, they would, uh, like to have a nonprofit occupy, I'm your girl. (laughs) I will reach out and see. Hey, the only silly question is the one you don't ask, right? So yeah, there's my right. big audacious goal for this year. <laughs> hey, I'm in agreement with you. You're going to get a building and a vehicle. So you can make it a little easier to, to move it to where you need to move it. So I could do... Uh, uh, we could do more bag stuffings instead of once a month, you know, and I could have, you know, a small group of people come and, and do, do different things. And, um, so that makes it challenging, um, for me to be able to, you know, try to hit more people in more time frames because of that limitation. Okay. Now, lately, what has been your impact that you see? My biggest impact? hmm Oh, gosh. You know what? It's just making people smile, making people uh, know that, you know, those kids that were able to spout off, you know, five things like this without a, without a doubt. I mean, they could have been they could have been half asleep in that room. They didn't have to listen to me. <laughs> yeah. you know? I was going to make it hard for them to do that. But, you know, you just talk to them. Right. And mm-hmm. um, and made it relatable. I, I told a story about my daughter. Um, she got 12 detentions the counselor come in my office with her and i'm like you got detentions for what i had the wrong color socks on i said you hate it here that much it she didn't say anything and i looked at the counselor and i said my daughter doesn't go to school here anymore i was i was a i was a hr director in the school i said i want my daughter to smile I want my daughter to be happy. Yeah. I said, and she's not happy right now. So no, she don't go to school here. Go home. She's like, what? I said, go home. And she went home and I got home a few hours later. And, and she's like, well, what are we going to do? And I said, you're going to go back to your other school where you were before I got the fancy job and <laughs> be happy. And she's like, I love your mom. <laughs> But you apparently couldn't tell me, you know, I said, so your parents listen. That's what I told the kids. Your parents will listen. You just have to find a way to tell them, you know, don't recommend getting 12 detentions. Nah. 
No, nah, that ain't that ain't. You know, she had done something good. bad, but she had to. She said, "I got three teachers stop me in the hall before I got out of the building." I'm like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta put it in uh, the stories and in their perspective that they can relate to, and um, you know maybe a little humor to it, and then it's 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 more real, right? It's more real, and That's so true. you know when I tell people they are the author of their day every day, you That's know true. make it a big make it a good day. You can pull the covers up and say, hey, I'm not doing it today. But guess what? At some point, you still got to go to the bathroom. You're still going to get your feet on the floor. You're still going to get out of that bed. So you might as well start it earlier and, you know, flip the switch, right? That's true. Now, I need that Yoda game. What advice do you have for others trying to find their purpose? So say it again. What advice do you have for someone trying to find their purpose? Uh, you know, um, we all have something we're passionate about. We all have something that, you know, sometimes we put on the back burner because we're too busy doing something else. And when you really are, um, you know, passionate about something and you have that purpose in mind, you know, just go for it. Just go for it. And if you fall flat on your face, just like that plate of food that went down the hallway, you know, <laughs> or into the door. Well, you know what? You laugh about it and you swipe it off and you have a better day the next day. Right. And it can't don't let it color your life or color your perspective. Um, you know, it's it's just a bad moment. Let it go. Right. And so if you've got a purpose, go for it because somebody needs you. That little kid that needed that little blue car, he needed that. Right. That little girl that needed that teddy bear, she needed that. That lady that lost her son and told me that story, she needed that. And when I made that bag, I might have been tired. I might have been, you know, oh, what difference does it make? You know, check and guess yourself because it does make a difference so just trust in the fact that other people notice and other people are 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 getting the the fruit of your 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 work that you're doing so you have us all on your show all the time right you never know really what's going to come out of the mouth of any of us that get on your show <laughs> so you just you just have faith in the fact that hey it's going to be a good day it's going to be a good show and if not you flip the switch and take it down a different road so maybe it's a different you know uh perspective man i was prepared to go get my keyboard like we're going to talk about creating music <laughs> I say I don't know if she's busy. We're gonna see what happens. What's your backup? <laughs> Show gotta go on. Hmm. You know? So you'll have to play your music for me next time, okay? <laughs> You're always welcome back. Always. Oh, thank you. I so to all your listeners out there, hey, go for it. Go for it. You know, if you're having a bad day, brush it off. Get a good night's sleep, wake up the next day and, you know, make it a purpose to um, do something different. 
I always tell people I, I made a, I wrote several books. And so uh, I talk about the four aspects of positive reflection in my, my grief book. And then my, um, I made a children's grief book and a coloring book, but my journal that I made to go along with my grief book asked two questions every day by about eight o'clock, you should be able to answer these questions. What did you do for yourself today? And what did you do for someone else? And if you, if you can't answer the question, then one, you're too self-centered on yourself and you didn't help anybody else out and you need to pick the phone up and call somebody or walk the dog or do something for somebody else. And if it was all about um, somebody else and you didn't do anything for yourself, well, then you deserve a bubble bath or a bowl of ice cream or, hey, whatever it is that is going to make you feel good. Because by eight o'clock at night, we should have been kind to ourselves as well as kind to someone else. Right? That's true. So you don't need to buy my book. You just need to be able to answer those two questions at the end of the day. And then your life will have some balance. Yeah, so. that was mine. Just hitting on mine. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> so, somebody said thanks for the discussion. Thank you back. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's been a great. It's always a great discussion with you because you're gonna keep the jokes coming. <laughs> you already know you you coming with the stories like, oh my god, that was so so touchy, so heartbreaking. Well, they balance them out with a laugh. Like, okay, she's <laughs> she's, a, she's a she's a master magician with it now. <laughs> so my my therapist I, I i just lost i lost my daughter and my therapist says to me i need to write a book i said i never thought about writing a book what mm -hmm. are you crazy you are just plum crazy <laughs> and she said she said no you have to write a story and i said why what do you want me to tell and she oh, says man. well you're unique and i said well you could stamp my forehead. All that means is I'm certifiably crazy. I said, that's just nuts, you know? And she said, you're a storyteller. And that's she true. said, you are going to be able to help a lot of people by telling a story. And I didn't get it. I didn't, I didn't get it. Um, but I had been journaling a little bit, you know, through mm -hmm. my grief. And once I sat down and started thinking about it, the first first couple chapters in my book are short stories so of course the door wall story is in there of course right <laughs> you know going to my you know my kids had um uh my my daughter laughed a lot she told my all my kids laugh a lot and um she went to several comedy shows her last christmas present to me was to go downtown and see uh, a comedy show okay a comedian. And so when her, her anniversary came around, I'm like, I was worried about all my kids and they're spread out across the country. And I'm like, so what are you going to do today? Oh, I got a ticket to go see those four crazy guys on TV. You know, that, that, that I'm going to go see them. I said, Oh, great. That, that you're going to laugh. You're good. I call another kid up. What are you going to do today? I got tickets to go to the comedy show. It's out in California. I said, Oh, you're going to be okay. I asked my husband, what are we doing? We got tickets to go to the comedy show. I'm like, well, we're all on the same track. We know laughter heals. 
Mm -hmm. laughter's a good thing right but i was so worried about everybody and they were all thinking of their sister and how to how to relate to her and they all went to go see comedy things <laughs> yeah comedy has its place because it gives you a nice distraction yeah so but uh yeah, one 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 comedy show we went with her, and uh, we were in the rafters of the 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 performance. Okay. And the comedian's up there, and he told his joke, and everybody laughed and stopped. And Susie was still laughing; she was belly laughing. <laughs> the comedian stopped, looked up into the rafters, and he goes, "Oh, it's going to be easier than I thought it was going to be tonight," which made her laugh even more. <laughs> and that's the way she was. Right. That's awesome. I, I definitely thank Susie Q Kids, President, Co-Founder, and Author, Dr. Mary Welsh, S-P-H-R-S-C-P. Always the great stories, the great laughs. Man, keep thumbs up for your loved ones that's not Absolutely. here. Absolutely. And then Yoda game at the end. Go for it. You fall on your face, get back up and go for it. And go Lions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go Lions. You're going to be the main one down there like, we're Super Bowl champions. Like, I know her. Yeah, that's her. She's right there. <laughs> so, Sue, um, my daughter, one daughter wanted to honor her sister. The last game of the season that she passed in 2017 on the big uh, – the screen up there, you know, where they have all the scores and the, the replays and whatnot. Yeah. There's a picture of my daughter, the biggest fan ever. And she had her put it plastered across the big, you know, uh, I forget what they call it, but uh, the, the, the screen up there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said, so, yeah, that she just loved, she loved the lions. She would be in the hospital and she would be in all her regalia her beads and her uniform, you know, the jerseys and everything. And she'd be screaming at the TV and the nurses would come flying in the room. What's the matter? What's the matter? Oh, they discord or, oh, they just screwed something up. And then everybody be in the room watching with her for the rest of the game after they figured out she was in there watching the game. But yeah, you know, she, she always had, had the game on when she was in the hospital and always had a group in there watching with her. <laughs> Lions of old would do that to you. Yeah. Like, so. You see the game, like, they were losing, like, about 30 points. But they scored 40 in the fourth quarter. What? <laughs> you the like, Lions, what's the matter with you? <laughs> Only the Lions would do that. Like, man, it's 30 to nothing. They lost. Let me do my homework. What you mean? That's the greatest thing you've ever seen. Turn on there, like. For real, <laughs> in the quarter, really. Like, okay. uh, so let's make another child smile. Let's have a great day. You know, support Susie Q's kids. If you got an idea, give me a call. And Jeffrey will do this again. I really appreciate you having me on. Oh, no doubt. Appreciate you. Everybody yeah. have a happy weekend. Until next time. All right. Take Raise me